Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey everyone, welcome to Strong Female Characters, a podcast where every week we assemble like a feminist Voltron to celebrate the badass women in geek culture through unfiltered deep dives into the nerdverse. I'm Courtney. And I'm Preeti. And it's almost SDCC. Not ready. No, that snuck up. You know that thing where it's like San Diego Comic-Con is coming very soon. And also it's July. And also you look at the calendar and it's like, Oh, it's the same thing. It's next week. Oh, my God. It's in, like, days. Days from now, we will descend on San Diego and run amok. We're going to run such a muck. A muck, a muck, a muck, a muck. It's going to be some serious muckery. (laughs) I don't know why I think that's so funny. (laughs) Uh, So there will be, obviously, like, so much news coming out of San Diego. Well, I mean, presumably, because what else is the point of that convention Mm. at this at this juncture in our lives. But that doesn't mean there hasn't been some news dropping prior to. You know, we like to choose our news stories ahead of time. That's why we call this podcast Choose Your News. That's it's called Choose week. Your News. <laughs> I only had one thing I wanted to talk about this week, though. It's the only thing that matters. It's the only thing that matters. Star Trek's Picard series. They released a new poster this past week, and... I was already excited about this show because, like, even though I'm not the deepest of deep Trekkies, I do love me some next gen. So when the Star Trek CBS Twitter handle dropped a poster of Patrick Stewart looking over a vineyard of some kind, so he's a, he's going to get boozy, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, next to him, the best space pupper in the galaxy. The Internet collectively lost their minds, yours truly included. But you may be wondering, is that it? No, it gets better. Zoom in on Captain Picard's best friend and you'll see that his dog tag says number one. No update as to what this means for Riker, but I think I'm okay with the replacement. It's also a blessed baby Pibble friend. It is! And you know what? Pitbulls needed this very good PR courtesy of Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> King of King of Wine, Captain of Ships. I can't wait to learn the dog's name. Like, the dog's name can't be number one. I think it's a very good dog potty joke. It is. If that's the energy they're bringing to the table already. I'm here for it. But I... S- We've got booze. We've got pipples. We've got toilet humor. I'm here for it. I mean, that if that doesn't say Star it. Trek... I don't know what does. I feel like this is just Patrick Stewart, the show. Yeah, I know, right? Like, already, it's just like, okay, I'll do this show. But I want to do all the things that I like. Dogs and wine. Period. That's it. Period. That's it. Also, Ian McKellen's going to show up. You know what? For sure. For sure. (laughs) 
So yeah, that's it for news this week because we imagine. I mean, like, really, like honestly, there's just like not there's a lot just not going there. on. There's not a ton going on this month, and everything is going to happen next week. But even so, like I don't know what all is going to happen next week because the the panels that have been announced don't necessarily seem super newsy to the max. Like, like ooh, rookie season three. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nathan Fillion comes out. Us. Yeah, Huge I think they have like on the website as like a very special evening with Nathan Fillion talking about the rookie. Rookie season three. Oh no, it says joining Nathan for this intimate conversation. Like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds intimate. I mean, I would like to go to that. I would totally go to that. They are gonna talk about Firefly because look, he knows. He knows his bread and butter. He knows no one's there to talk about the rookie. He is aware. Also, there is going to be a Game of Thrones panel. Right. Okay. I did forget about that. I did forget that for some reason Game of Thrones decided to come and do a farewell tour for mm-hmm. what is possibly the least satisfying season of television oh I have ever seen in my life. It will only be okay if this panel is the secret finale because, like, <laughs> Arya's going to be there. Arya's going to be there. Grey Worm's going to be there. Samwell's going to be there. And it's like, spoiler alert, we, we win. Also, I'm Varys. I'm still alive. <laughs> also, I, th- I read too fast and thought D.B. Weiss. I thought it said B.D. Wong. And I was like, now that's, <laughs> that's a plot twist. Putting, wait, no, we can't do that. Having a person of color last like, oh, to heaven, the end. Oh, heaven forfend. That's how I knew that I was wrong. That's how I knew that I read yeah, very right. incorrectly. I do think my favorite response of the cast, of all of them, of all those like funny memes of people being like, haha, they all hated it was the shot of the actor who played Varys reading his end and just throwing his script onto the table and settling back into his chair, arms crossed. Like, he's so angry. I love that sweet Ebby bird. So good. Because same. There's also going to be a the announcement of a new show called Next. And it's, uh, I think, I have not confirmed this, but probably a reboot of the MTV show. <laughs> Starring John Slattery. Like, that's it. It's just John, John Slattery getting John off Slattery. a bus and being like, hey, hey, dog, I think you're really hot and all, but next. He's going to be the guy on the bus. Yeah. Like, he's going to drive the bus to get them to their dates. And then he'll come in in the interstitials. He's going to be wearing a, wear one of those, like, flat build hats. Mm-hmm. Yo, dog, got to be real with you. Is it like a combination of next and punked? I would, oh, my gosh. See, this is what we need. Like, we need that. With John Slattery. Yep. That's the way to make it right for the next generation. John Slattery just punking his Mad Men co-stars. Ooh, I would watch that show, though. I know. But also, they're all on a bus. Yes. And he has to tell them why he thinks they're unattractive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're feeling loopy today. We've done done great things already today, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to play a little Frack Mary Con we're real proud of that. It's con with a K, Kardashian style. We'll be right back. We are back. It's time to play a game. We love games. Games are good. Games are great. Games are frackable, but also marryable. And sometimes killable, but we're not going to kill anyone today. We're conning. Not today. Today, everyone lives. So here we go. Frack Mary Con. 
We're going to talk about what we are so excited about that we can't even handle it. And that's fracking. Then there's the stuff we're like fine with. We can live with forever. That's marrying. And then what we want to die a horrible, bitter, sad, tragic death. But not really. So conning. But not really. Like, it's fine. We should start with the fun, the fracking. So one thing that I'm super, super excited about is there are rumors that Marvel, so Marvel is the only like huge, huge, huge company doing like the big thing, right? But there are rumors that they're going to announce the Shang-Chi casting. That is going to be really, really interesting. Because has there been any of the casting announced for that yet? No. So I think okay. it's going to be like a like years ago when they did the Iron Fist reveal at New York, mm-hmm. I think. But better, because presumably it will because be an actual be Asian, Asian, <laughs> Asian person. Um, <laughs> like, part of me wants them to go with, like, a total unknown. Like, just, like, blow it up, do an unknown like they've done for, like, Spider-Man and back in the day, mm-hmm. Thor and all of these things. Like, they cast people who we, we didn't know who they were. It went great. Uh, but the other part of me has heard that it could be Steven Yuen, which I'm super into. That would be wonderful. Right? I just want so many good things for him. Yes. And this would be, like, the best thing. I mean, I don't know because they did just announce, he just had an announcement that he's doing a movie for A24, like, today or yesterday. So oh, okay. I don't yeah. know what the odds are. I feel like that kind of puts it in the, like, not as likely column. But still, at this point, I'm just excited that they're going to cast an Asian person. Yeah, really. <laughs> They're going to announce that Shang-Chi and the Black Widow movie are the no! same movie. <laughs> Don't even put that out into the universe. We're Sorry, asking for favorite Asian, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am most excited and would 100% frack everyone involved with the Veronica Mars premiere. They're going to have their world premiere and Q&A at Comic-Con, and I am very excited. And Veronica Mars exists in that in that weird world where we know it's not genre, but it feels like part of our, like, very specific fandom. Yes. Where it just feels like it's part of our world. It's like our, it's like our, it's like that friend we, like, totally let hang out with us, even though, like, it's not into any of the same stuff we're into. But it's just like, you know what? We like having her around. There's something about the tone of it that feels like it could be, and, and maybe this is, like, when, in the, like, earlier 2000s when it first came out and the, the noir aspect of it felt so authentic despite it feeling like a teen drama. Like, the, the marrying of those two things turned it into genre because it's so unexpected. I feel like the early aughts was really good with having, like, teen, teen dramas, teen dramedies that also, like, really did kind of appeal to that, like, nerdy fandom sensibility. Yeah. Not yeah. in a pandery way, because I feel like then, from then on, it became pandering, pure pandering. Mm-hmm. But, like, Veronica Mars and the OC. I love the OC. I will not be taking questions at this time. Uh, Never at me. I agree. I agree with the first so two seasons. so good for, like, the nerdery of it all. Well, in the fourth season, they, like, fully embraced that it was just, like, banana pants bonkers. And yeah. I was, I loved it so, so much. I love the OC, guys. It's really, really good. <laughs> that would that would be a frackable announcement for me if they were like we're announcing a comic con the OC is coming back surprise <laughs> give me that Adam Brody that I need isn't Gotham canceled like what else is he doing oh my god yes right? he and Morena have he and Morena uh, Benjamin right. McKenzie and Morena they have babies they need to like pay Deal for them. they need they right? need the money bring Feels back like the they OC should, they should come back think of the children Ryan Atwood 
what would you what would you marry at Comic Con? Uh, okay, so and this is a binding contract. I will be performing your wedding at Comic Con. Uh, that's I I borrowed the sound that Oscar Isaac made when he found out that Daisy Ridley and John Boyega were both born in the nineties. Yeah, that's my like new favorite like. Everything is awful and I am old sound. Mm -hmm. So marrying. So one of the big things I think that that was news in in the weird not news way that it was, was that there's really no huge companies coming like WB's not coming. There's no big DC stuff happening Uh, other than Marvel. It doesn't sound like there's big Disney stuff happening like Fox. No one's coming Except Marvel, which was like the opposite of last year when Marvel was like, ah, we're doing everything at D23. So that I'm like, okay with because I think Hall H, like the culture of Hall H is my least favorite thing about Comic-Con. There's nothing worse to me than the idea of standing in line for like 20 hours for anything. I've never I've never been in Hall H. No, because the very idea of it, there has never been anything I've no. wanted to wait in line for. And I once spent an entire day seated in, I think, like 6A all day waiting. I was one of those people, like one of those nightmare people that everyone hates, where I sat in there all day waiting for the Mystery Science Theater 20th anniversary <laughs> panel. Uh, but I would not have sat outside and done that. Not even no. for my favorite show of all time. There is, it was there the is, reason <laughs> I went to that Comic-Con. There's one time that I've ever like done anything like this, and it's when I spent the night outside at Target the day before the Nintendo Wii came out. I mean, I get that, though. <laughs> like, I do that get was that. it. <laughs> I do think that the best, the best invention was seeing last year, all the people that were camped outside of Hall H, those big-ass, like, beanbag chairs oh my that, like, God. half the people yes. had. I was like, you know what? That, that I do just kind of want one. Yeah, but not, like... In but line. not like to sit outside in the heat Ugh, in Southern July. California in July waiting to find out about Aquaman. Like, I, oh, why? my God. Can you imagine? Like, I don't get me wrong. Jason Momoa, A+. However, he's mm. just as, he, you see him better on the YouTube stream than you do in the room. Yep. Paul H is very big. Yep. So that said, like, I'm fine with Marvel being the only big company that's coming and the only big company that will presumably have any exciting news. And and I look forward to seeing it on the Internet when it breaks. Exactly. Yeah, because we're going to be really busy. We're going to be really busy. We're going to be running around like, you know, chickens with our heads cut off. That's a true We can really use one of those big ass beanbag chairs. And so I don't know that we're going to be privy to any of this stuff. I mean, we're if you find if out you, the same way people who aren't there right? find out. On the internet. If you do see us, by the way, running around, please pass me a granola bar. I'm sure I'm going to oh, need gosh. it. Yes. If you do see us, we might have some T-shirts or some, like, temporary oh, yeah, tattoos. So we can we'll trade you up. You. And we'll trade you for granola bars and water and maybe some information about what announcements what have been made. Because we will have no idea what is happening <laughs> in the real world. <laughs> so for me, that which one might marry is like the comfort food of con. Sure. And the thing that makes me super comfy in this world is DuckTales. The remake comfy. of DuckTales is so good. And I love it. If you have not watched it, it is adorable and wonderful. And the cast is out of control. <laughs> like David Tennant is Scrooge McDuck. Huey, Dewey, and Louie are Ben Schwartz, Bobby Moynihan, and um, Danny Pudi. 
and Kate Micucci <laughs> is one of the one of the ducklings, and it's Catherine Tate's in it. Like it's so goddamn good and such like delightful like nerdery. And it's just like it's awesome. Like my, I started having my kids watch it because I was like, I want them to have this like good relationship with Ducktales as I did as a child. And instead, they don't really care. I watch it constantly. <laughs> so for me, I just like that Ducktales is going to be there. A woo woo. A whoa whoa. <laughs> in our doc, I in our doc, I was typing too fast, and I typed Ducktales. A whoa whoa, and it sounded like an off brand, like. Like Eastern European ducktails that you can like buy at a bodega. <laughs> what did you call it? Mallard stories. Mallard, mallard stories. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. So now the the bottom of the barrel, what we want to die a horrible death, the con. Last year was my first San Diego, and, and I was surprised by how it's basically the entire downtown area. Like... Something I love about New York and, and now feel very, like, blessed that this is how it goes at New York Comic Con is that when you walk out of the Javits Center, like, maybe for another block or so you're going to have to deal with stuff. But that's it. San Diego, it's like that whole goddamn area. And you cannot escape it. And part of that is activations, which are immersive slash experiential things that companies and brands and shows have put on or movies have put on. And so you can't escape lines. You can't escape the people who are angry because they want to get inside the thing. And how dare they not be allowed to get inside the thing? It is the worst. Just let me. You have to go me, so far. You have to go just so to get far. Food. Just to get away. My first Comic-Con was in 2009. And I feel like the only option for food was the subway that's like right yeah. there. Like that was like the only option. And now there's many options. But they are just like packed and not just because of attendees but because like you said like they are the wb sports bar and right. like everything is like branded in some capacity and, and everybody being utilized wants to get in. And, yeah and you're like i just want a sandwich i'm so like, hungry just, i'm just hungry I, there was a moment where last year where um one of our fellow fangirls carly lane and i were sitting on the floor eating plastic-wrapped sandwiches we'd bought in the middle of a hotel because there was no other food to be found anywhere. And I had this, like, out-of-body experience of, like, this glamorous life we've chosen. We've done big things with this glamorous, <laughs> glamorous life. So, you know, if you're listening and you're going to go to Comic-Con and you've never been before, take snacks. Yes. Take water. Yes. Like, bring some almonds. For the love of God, bring yourself some almonds. Comfortable shoes. Because... Because it's it's, it's rough stuff. It's, but, it's, okay. it's rough out there. There are fun things. We love, and honestly, I love Comic-Con. I, I know. love it. I really do. We're just No tea, no tired. shade Comic-Con. But you, like, you need to be prepared. It's like okay. going to camp. <laughs> Expensive camp. Speaking of which, what's your con? One of my biggest pet peeves living in Chicago was always like walking down Michigan Avenue and tourists would just stop in the middle of the sidewalk <sighs> while you're walking and you're just like, get out of the way. Comic-Con is just that, but everywhere. <laughs> and people like dressed as Transformers. 
it's just herds of people. Yep. And they're all kind of slowly moving in random directions. No one is really sure where they're going. It's just kind of like herd movement. And every now and then people just stop. And it's already so slow. And it makes me, it makes me a nerd want to just plow through them. Like, get out of my way, nerds. Like, I go so angry. It's, it, I get road rage. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a road rage walker. Like, yeah, not a road rage. No, I have a little road rage when I drive. But I mostly, walk with purpose. Walking, I walk with such purpose. Yeah. And I have, I cannot get through this very big sea of people in the unwieldy costumes. It's a combination of weaving and throwing them bows. Like, yeah. you have to not be afraid to, like, just make your way through. Like, no hesitation. Be decisive. Be conscious and don't hurt anybody. Don't hurt anyone. Make sure you know where you're going. It is very amusing that it's the one place where I feel so comfortable, like, kind of shoving past people with a katana. Yes. It's like, you know what? You're not going to hurt me. Yeah. I, I'm going to get past you. It's, it's, a, it's a place. It's Comic Con is a place where you can be brave. Be brave. Be brave. Be bold. <laughs> like Batman before us, the brave and the bold. Uh, I guess that's sort of it, though, for what we're what our anticipations are in the context of FMK Con Edition. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think you know we're just gonna be we're just gonna be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, by all the goodness that Con has to offer. I am looking because forward think- to like those moments. Yeah, going into this, I mean, really, like, doing this professionally, we have learned very quickly we get things on a need-to-know basis. Yep. And that need-to-know basis is usually, like, within, like, hours or minutes of it happening. Yep. So who knows? Who knows? knows It will be just a days of surprises. Like, surprise. Surprise Diego (laughs) Comic-Con. We're going to need you on camera. Oh, 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 I forgot. I forgot. You know what I do think is going to... I do think we're going to get something from Lucasville. I don't that know what. That would be very good. Yes. But I do think, I don't, you said San Diego and I thought Diego Luna. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what made me think of it. <laughs> that's a brand, that's a branding opportunity that they right? need to take. San Diego Luna, do it. I, I think that we're going to get something from them. I don't know whether it'll be footage of the Mandalorian or, you know, more about, the rise of Skywalker or what, but like, I think we'll get something, and I think there will be people there, actors, not just random people, just people. Just I people. think there will be there will be people there. There will be people people there, people but that I think, I'll be shoving past. I, I I think they will. There will be actors from projects that Lucasfilm is putting out. We're gonna have so much fun. Like that's the thing is that we're gonna have the best time. Comic Con is super fun. I'm really excited. We always like. Have fun. We do really fun things. So you should definitely follow along with us mm-hmm. on our Instagram and our Twitter because we're going to be doing, like, some really cool, fun things. But right now we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back with our Shiro of the Week. We are back. And you know what? This time we're just going to be celebrating the positive, Really? Because we're not doing a useless meal necessarily this week. Because every episode, we want to celebrate the good, the great, the best. And it's time for our Shiro of the Week. Last week, it was announced that singer Halle Bailey will play Ariel in the live-action Little Mermaid remake. The racists are not okay. 
but we're not here to talk about them because they're worthless. And in fact, we're going to give you a two for this week because our useless males and females of the week are those desperately hurt about the casting of a black teenager as a fictitious cryptid. And our Shiro of the week is, of course, Halle Bailey. Because of her, little girls of color will have a little mermaid that makes them feel seen. And hey, guess what? Everyone else still has the other one. They aren't killing her. That chef that sings Le Poisson isn't cooking her up and serving her to Halle Bailey. In fact, we are going to go let Freeform, the network that airs Grownish, in which Bailey co-stars, take it away. They said this on their Instagram. Yes, the original author of The Little Mermaid was Danish. Ariel is a mermaid. She lives in an underwater kingdom in international waters and can legit swim wherever she wants, even though that often upsets King Triton absolute zaddy. But for the sake of argument, let's say that Ariel 2 is Danish. Danish mermaids can be black because Danish people can be black. Ariel can sneak up to the surface at any time with her pal Scuttle and the Ahem Jamaican Crab Sebastian, sorry flounder, and keep that bronze base tight. Black Danish people, and thus merfolk, can have genetically red hair. But spoiler alert, bring it back to the top, the character of Ariel is a work of fiction. So after all this is said and done, and you still cannot get past the idea that choosing the incredible, sensational, highly talented, gorgeous Halle Bailey is anything other than the inspired casting that it is because she doesn't look like the cartoon one, oh boy, do I have some news for you about you. Outstanding. Secondary share of the week is Freeform. Good job, Freeform. For real. Outstanding. That whole thing was the worst. It's so dumb. I just It's just it's, such a waste of time. They get so they get so very mad. And it's and they, the same people who are like, oh, outrage culture. Liberals are mad about yes, everything. Yes. It's like you're mad about mermaids. You are mad about mermaids. Look at your life. Look, Look at, at your, your choices. choices. And on that note. On that note. We're going to wrap it up because I think that next week we're going to have a very, very big episode for you. So we're keeping it a little chill this week. So as always. Save our voices. Stock up on hand sanitizer. (laughs) Hand sanitizer is a big one. We're all going to get sick, but we can try not to. The next few episodes are going to sound like this. Yep. Cher sounds like that now. That's why she's not in this episode. That's why she's not here. She doesn't feel well. But feel better, Cher. We love you. (laughs) Oh, as always, thank you for listening. And we would love for you to leave us some love on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now. I'm an old. It helps support and promote the show. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Sci-Fi Fangirls Pod. I am at Run With Skizzers on Twitter. I'm at Court Enlow on Twitter and Courtney Enlow on Instagram. And until next time, speak geek like a girl. Bye.